This is NRL Boom Rookies. Hello everyone and welcome to an episode of Boom Rookies presented by ESPN. I am Matt Bungard and with me today, Harry Ramage. Hello. From a roadside gas station, we are here to record some NRL takes. Let's mm, do it. This is truly incredible stuff. People can't see you, but yes, you've pulled over at the servo. Uh, microphone in hand, ready to drop some takes. We've batted around on our Boom Rookies replacement lineup and we're back to the top of the order with our leadoff man uh you guys might remember harry was on here a few weeks ago one of our oldest friends i think probably our first ever co-host way 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 back in the day and of course a big knights man the knights are still yet to lose a game since you came on a few weeks ago that that train keeps rolling and we'll get to them a little bit later but first of all we've got to jump all the way back to friday afternoon harry um this whole round i i think like I think on the, I think on the preview show both both I and NRL Pizio picked eight out of eight. I think most people picked eight out of eight. I dare say this was the most chalk round of the entire season, starting with the Sharks shellacking the Titans. Yeah, it feels like the Sharks have might have got their mojo back, like and their mojo being that they kick the shit out of bad teams. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, yeah, they certainly look a lot more like that team. Um, like I mean, that's you know whether that stands up in big games or not is another thing. But, yeah, they certainly looked more like the Sharks we've sort of come to know over the last two to three years. Um, tricky, really good. Really it's really gotten better yeah. every week in first grade. Yep. No, that, they said, yeah, that was the right trigger to pull. I mean, that had probably been coming for a while, but it seems to be working really well. Um, they get they get good minutes off guys like Jack Williams off the bench in that now too because he sort of had a really good rookie year back in 2019, really tapered off, but he seems to be giving him some good minutes at the the moment when you're missing guys like Finucane and stuff like that. Um, what's I feel like to, Toby Rudolph? Mm, it, what's happened been... since he cut the hair off? Yeah, he's not the same guy, right? No, no, no. But I do think that he's been better the last two weeks than he was. Yeah. When he first came back into the team after that injury, I think in this game yeah. again he was he was decent. He's not yeah. He's I would agree with that. For one of the most guy, insane but... flick passes on a last tackle yeah, to keep the exactly. Ball alive. But in this game, they got very good shifts, as he said, from Jack Williams, from Royce Hunt as well, and um, it, it was surprising. Like I, I thought that they might have been in a, a, a tiny bit of trouble when Muller Tyler went down early with that injury and he was hobbling around the field. But by the end of the game, he oh, was that looked back bad. To, yeah, yeah, he was back to just pushing people around, and they were back to doing what they do best, which is having this sort of back five bully the other team's back line and, and, and kill you with yardage carries. And and this was everything that the that Craig Fitzgibbons tried to get the Sharks to be this year. This was everything that he wants them to be wrapped up into a game again. They were they were efficient. That they 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 had some very, very good ball movements, very slick tries and they just And then just Ken McKinnis one up off the ruck. Just Yeah, well, look like, I mean they 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 can't stop a nosebleed. No. I like I cannot work out how like I just I don't even know where you start with them defensively. They fascinate me. They're just such an interesting. They are so, yeah, they're a science science experiment waiting to happen as to why they just cannot apply themselves defensively mm. on it, any given week. You know, then it, they have great games like they did against the Cowboys a fortnight or three weeks. Oh yeah, it was a fortnight ago. Mm. And then they have games like this where yeah, just you know, you know they they were you know they were trying to like 
fix gashes on the Titanic hull with like yeah, you know, and you know usually you know. usually it's papered over by their attack being so good, but only six points. I know they had a couple of tries disallowed. I I thought that Fafita one was fine, but like whatever. Yeah. Like if we're gonna if we're gonna nitpick stuff, we nitpick we got to nitpick all of it, I guess, including including that one, which would have been a pretty cool try, I thought, but nevertheless, doesn't matter. They would have lost anyway. And uh, yeah, Cronulla got their mojo back, and I guess more importantly than not just the win there, that's their for and against battle with the Storm, with Souths, uh, with the Cowboys. Yeah, they're uh, plus I mean, 110 now. Yeah, they? so that puts yeah. them about, uh, I'm just pulling out the other, puts them about 20 ahead of Souths, 20 behind the Storm after their big win, but uh, like 80 in front of the Cowboys. So the Cowboys are now, for all intents and purposes, like two wins behind the Sharks. And uh, no, I'd, I'd say two wins by the Souths as well, because Souths also 60 points ahead of Cowboys for any So they're probably... The, the, they who didn't play this week probably the biggest losers in a lot of ways in this sort of race to the top eight. Mm. Yeah, look more on the Titans, right? So they're doing this whole Jaden Campbell coming off the bench thing, right? He's too good to come off the bench. I agree. Um, they got to figure out like they just like what do they do with AJ Brimson? Like they sign him on a massive extension, and they're paying him too much money not to play him. Like he's paid like a star spine player, but he might not even be their best fullback, or he's not even that. He's not even their best six. Like, I, it's yeah. Campbell's too good not to play. And I just think, if I was a Titans fan, the silver lining with Des Hasler coming is you think what Hasler was able to get out of Tom Trebojevic, Brett Stewart, Benny Barber. Like you give Hasler a really skillful, dangerous fullback. Like, I mean. If you could put money on it now, like Jaden Campbell, Dally M, mm. winner. I love it. There you go. Like it. at like 500 to one would be mm. like, you know, someone who would shorten after like 10 weeks and you'd cash out and make a profit. I don't think you'd ever win it. But like, you know, out of Sydney, you know, got the name, things like that. Um, but yeah, I just don't know how they get this team to defend. No, it was well, just—it's just dreadful in this game. Like you just can't have Cam McInnes of all people, <laughs> great effort merchant. Love Cam McInnes, but you can't have him crashing over your line one off the ruck. Like that's just terrible. It was terrible really, football. really bad. Yeah, it's weird, mate. I—I've I, got sort of—I've got sort of half an eye on them and the Dragons for next year. As teams I really think are going to improve because I think they're too talented to be as bad as they are, and they're both getting coaches that we know can turn ships around and get yeah. a lot a lot more out of guys and the Brimson thing is fascinating to me we know Des and Foran have a pre-existing relationship he's still going to be there next year right so yeah he's got another um year. like maybe Brimson plays in the centers like people have been saying I'm not a gigantic fan of that but it's a lot I mean, of money to play a guy who's not even like yeah a, but a like that, center, the, right? the cost like, is sunk right it's like yeah I mean it's, it's he's there so there's nothing yeah. you can do about it and if no, you think Jaden right. Campbell's a better one and Preston Campbell's a better sorry, Preston Campbell. You think Jaden Campbell's a better one and, and Kieran Foran's a better six, then um I AJ Brimson's is too talented at football to not be in your team at all. So yeah. maybe he does go there. But like again, like the Brian Kelly, Aaron Shop, guys like this, like they're they're, they're good players. So I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have. They have too many talented guys one through seven right now, but uh it's not a good problem to have in the sense that they've still not really worked out the best way to use them all. Um, but I, I guess maybe that's a problem for next year at the moment. Yeah. There was like an actual trade system. You'd probably look at trading Brimson would... to get a top line hooker. Like Verrill's good player, but Verrill's just never there. Mm. He's always injured, you know? Yeah. Uh, that's uh, So you're saying AJ Brimson for um, who's who's got two decent nines? Like the, the Raiders, maybe. Ra- yeah, maybe. Raiders, the Raiders need a fullback. 
Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That that might work. That might be a trade partner. But anyway, uh, Sharks really good. I think that now uh, they've they've got what they've got the 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 Knights the Raiders. Is that it? They got one more game, or they got a, uh, who's their other game against? They they've got to play the Cowboys Thursday Cowboys, night. So that's they're, right. they're so got a, they've got a tricky run to come. They've got their own, they've like got their fate in their own hands again with with games against ninth, seventh, and sixth to come. So yeah, de facto win, finals games really. Yeah, you win two of those, you're in the finals. You win one, you're probably not. I think it's fair to say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, agreed. All I right. think I think we agree on that. Excellent. Okay, let's move on. And one team that will not be playing in the finals, Harold, is the Parramatta Eels. Um, their season came to a crushing end at the Gabatoir on Friday night. Uh, we got a 50-burger from the Brisbane Broncos who played some of the best footy I can remember. They were just hooting and hollering, running downhill the whole time, scoring sick tries, doing celebrations. They got people's noses out of joint. And, oh, I mean, they were just ramping in this game, weren't they? Were they people really... really mad about the farm life thing? Uh, I... I didn't like. I, I wasn't really online much this weekend after, uh, especially after this game, and especially on on Saturday. I was like, I took the dog for a walk, and then I was basically in sit, watching South Mo, then watching Matilda's Mo. Then I went to bed yeah. because of the city to serve. So I know it wasn't really online. I think people were upset, but you know, man, like I'm past the point of caring. About it was hilarious. How good? It was like, great. It was oh, awesome. Mate. Like, we're, so we're, many killjoys. Exactly. Don't enjoy, yeah, don't enjoy yourselves. Yeah, win, but don't enjoy. It's supposed like, to on, be man. fun. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun. Um, yeah, I just wrote down Brisbane, holy shit. Like, mm. <laughs> um, man, like, I just, I've been super high. I was even super high on them in the preseason. Like, the only thing that they sort of had to fix up was the back end of their year. And, yeah, they've done that. Yeah, they just, you know, they just kicked the shit out of Parramatta. Um, yeah. for You know, who had everything to play for. And mm. they just, I mean, the moment they walked on the field, it was just like, yep. Yeah, they're just going to kill them. They just ate them alive. Um, just their well, speed, was, this... their athleticism, their power was just, it's just relentless. And like, honestly, though, the only thing standing in the way of them winning in the, winning the comp is, you know, maybe the great, like the greatest team in the NRL era, like in mm. any, like in nearly any other year, they're like certainties for the comp. But this was a genuine arm wrestle for the first 20 minutes. Like they didn't yeah. play, they weren't playing that great. They were both teams were sort of laboring through things, trying some things and, and it wasn't coming off. But then, yeah, they get that opening try. And then at that point, the gates just open. Yeah. It just, yeah. I mean, nil all after 20 minutes, 24 nil at half time. Like that's, that's a testament to how, good this team can be when they feel like putting the foot down. And yeah, yeah I thought the Fightsworth um, thing was hilarious. I thought it was very funny. So it was very, yeah, it was very much a, um, an old classic Broncos thing that Gordon Tallis quite often bangs on about it. He said the mantra of Alfie's Broncos were beat them early and score the points late. Like mm. that was, yeah, that's, yeah, they, yeah, just the floodgates open. Like the Reese Walsh, like cutting out three blokes, like play Ridiculous. one off the scrum, like Ridiculous. just to put, put the winger over in the corner, just like, stop it, stop it, mm. stop it. Like that. It's just gorgeous football. Um, and then, and I know, I know, I know it ended up being disallowed, but that Reynolds pass was even, even loopier. Yeah. Late, <laughs> late on in the game, which oh unfortunately God, yeah. it was, Mariner stepped on the sideline. Right. So it was disallowed, yep. but yeah, no uh, that pass was ridiculous too. Like they are just absolutely failing themselves like no one else. It's quite a shame. Like, all right, I agree with you. Penrith are the best team. Uh, of probably ever, like in terms of like over, not not in a single season, but over multiple years, like we haven't really had a team that's been this sustained level of sustained dominance ever. And 
Uh, I fully respect them. I have nothing against Penrith, but I do watch their games sometimes and get a little bit bored. I think it's fair to say. Not that I don't respect good rugby league, but we've seen the same script in Penrith games maybe 50 times over the last three seasons where they'll win about 20 to 6 or 14 to 4 or something like that. And they'll just, they, they don't, they don't put in performances like Brisbane did in this game for the most part. And I think that it's kind of a shame that especially teams like the Cowboys, like Souths, like Parramatta, haven't really got their shit together this year. And there's not really any other sort of point scoring juggernaut that could potentially go toe to toe with the Broncos in a, in a prelim or even the grand final itself and, and give us like, you know, a truly, truly amazing attacking shootout in the big one. I don't think we're going to get to see that because I do think the grand final is no. going to be the Broncos versus the Panthers and it will be that game it's we played at the tempo. Immovable object won. and irresistible force. Yeah. So I guess that that part's a shame. The rest of the league hasn't really got their shit together and we're not going to see like a really entertaining balls to the wall job at some point i hope i'm wrong maybe maybe yeah. team South or, the maybe someone emerges, or even newcastle know. even newcastle i don't know but because that night's bronx game earlier this year was pretty good but um it's a shame we're not going to see that but we will see the broncos turn it on for at least another three games in the regular season and then in the finals i think they're probably going to go all the way to the grand final whether they win it i don't know like it's just so much to assess between now and then about how we see these teams play in, in, in semis and prelims and you know who gets through unscathed with injuries and suspensions and all that stuff but geez right now i think that there's not a better team to watch and i don't think it's particularly close nope um kurt capel kind of like having a He's little back. renaissance coming yeah, yeah. back from injury so like I mean, what is Kurt Cable's like 32, 33 now? Like he's not, he's not a young guy, but it, it sort of gives him like um, good selection headaches. Like Jordan Ricky's back in. They've got Brendan Piakura, who's more than capable. Like, so, you know, like, I guess you can just pick who's whoever's in the best form. And, you you know, you've got three guys who, for two spots, who you can trust, you know. Mm. Um, I don't know whether you want to carry Ricky on the bench. Um, I don't know whether he's that or whether you, you know, you have break glass in case of emergency. You have Piakura in case one of your edges gets injured or something like that. But um, the, uh, this is a take that's going to sound slightly weird. Like, Parramatta, mm. you can't have Billy Walters just destroy you in the middle. You can't have that happen. But Billy Walters has also, like, turned himself into a, like, a genuine NRL player. Like, he's nothing outstanding, but he's a genuine, yeah, like, it's gone from us. It's end. done. It's gone from yeah. us saying, "Oh, they the can't win the comp. They can't yeah. win the comp with him at nine to he's playing all right. Yeah. He's doing yeah. enough." It's yeah, hundred percent. So yeah, but but no, one's, he, no one said the name Corey Pach in in weeks. I mean, he's no. just been completely forgotten about. And I think that's a testament to how well Walters has been playing. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. So he's, yeah, he's turned. Yeah, he's just turned himself into like yeah, he's a genuine. And our all player. Maybe the Ben Hunt chat inspired him to another level. I'd there love to go. think that that's the reason why. God, so, could you imagine if they got Hunt playing nine? In this well, I, one of those. Well, I, I, I personally believe that Billy Walters is a more more talented footballer. So there you go. <laughs> no, but yeah, he was really good in this game. That that forty twenty almost kicked as well. Yeah, with Gutho, Gutho hustling back to save it was great. Yeah, it's weird. Like we did say this on Friday. It's like apart from Clint Gutherson's desperate effort defense, which again was was prevalent a couple of times in this game. It's just like we we were expecting there to just be gaps across the field, and that was yeah. duly. Julie noted throughout, like, I mean, at one point, I think it was, I think it's, re- I think it's been redacted down to 12 on the NRL stats page. I've got it open now, but I think it was one point it was 13 or 14 line breaks to one or something like that. Yeah, like, cross. That's they like just 66 absolutely Bulldogs, Nines territory. Legitimately is. Yeah. yeah. They just absolutely carve them to bits. And I think yeah. that, yeah, I, I had, a, there was a few people in our Broncos discord saying, oh, I've just bought grand final tickets. So 
Yeah. They're all feeling pretty good. Why, and yeah, they should. wise move. Yeah. They, and they should. So I think on Parramatta though, right? I I I had them missing the eight in my pre in my preseason. Um, but it'll be really interesting to sort of see how they regenerate their roster now because they lost a lot of that between twenty nineteen to twenty twenty two that they lost a lot of that group, like Nia Kore and mm. uh, and Papali, Isaiah Papali, Reed Marnie. Yeah, um, yeah, they lost a lot of those guys. Um, their hooking situation has just been a yeah. Know, the the signings they've made to replace them as well, I think, is 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 half the problem. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, it's been okay, but like the rest of the signings they've made have not been fantastic. yeah, not been good. So like you, you know you can have one bad off season where it's like okay, yeah, look we we. We threw some darts at the dartboard and got it wrong, but like mm. how they rebound from that now, I mean, God, like yeah, the, the Knights did that only you know in the last twelve months where they made some bad signings, but now you know they got you know a couple of good ones and you know you, you can turn it around pretty quickly. But it'll be interesting still, to see how Parramatta do that. So still picking up from Wayne's mess, aren't you, mate? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, a, a team whose fans are not rushing to buy grand final tickets is the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who won the game. Let's let's. I mean, it does, but it really just doesn't feel like it. Another yeah. Just this was a shit sandwich. This game, an absolutely awful, awful game. I could not believe. Like, I mean, I, I love the guy to death, but I couldn't believe Latrell got the little post game interview on Fox and was like, "Oh yeah, we just came out to put a show on for the fans." And I was like, "What was the show, yeah. Mrs. Brown's Boys?" Like the Big Bang Theory. The I'm, just naming, <laughs> I'm just naming shit comedies that were on television because that's <laughs> this was a shit comedy from my beloved Rabbitohs. Uh, they they couldn't com- they couldn't complete a set. They, I, I was baffled. That was the other thing he said after the game. Was, oh yeah, we just wanted to complete well. Blah blah blah. They completed like sixty four percent of their sets. Yeah, it just shows they how dropped far the ball a third of the up. time. Yeah, it just shows how far their heads are up their asses in terms of like just the the cliche of interviews yeah. and stuff like that. That's just it's all it's like a rehearsal. Like uh, yeah, they've uh, got they've, is, got, they've got a slew of lines written down, what to say and stuff like that. And thank like, God we've got these back. I mean, I really missed that insight that we got yeah, after some of these games. But yeah, yeah, it's like the players it's, really want to hear from the fans, and that yeah, like fucking miss fa- fans. Did fans did not notice at all, by the way, nor care nah, about that. Not. But the, anyway, nah. uh, we'll get to that later. Um, so like to, to to not once but twice, um, score points and then turn the ball over off the kickoff. Yeah, that's so, criminal in a game. Uh, like you're, I mean, you're on the fence running four hundreds Monday afternoon at training. Yeah, for that. so the yeah. first one being they take the two to go up eight nil. Spill the kickoff. Michaela Ravalala scores off the scrum, fending Isaiah Tars into next week, and then spinning around, uh, jamming Alex Johnston. Like that was real. Tars has been poor for a few weeks now. Um, maybe yeah. White does end up playing left center when he gets to next year. I don't know. That's a problem for next year. And then of course you do it again the second half. You score just after half time through Campbell Graham, and again you spill the kickoff. Love little kick from was it uh, was it um, Amon that put in that kick for Ben Hunt to run through and score. It was. Yeah, that that was a really nice bit of play from the Dragons, but. Yeah, like if South could have held on to the ball in this, they would have they would have walked this in by forty. And yeah, and that's, that's the real disappointing factor. It's well, this like, is two weeks in a row, right? They yeah. were they couldn't complete anything against the Sharks last week either. And so just to have this happen two weeks in a row is really concerning. I think Keon Colin Matangi has really, really gone off the boil. He's he, he was and it's strange, right? Because you, you hear stories about guys like they have a bad origin game and then the, it carries through to their club form, but he played well in that origin and they won. So, like, I don't know why he's been quite poor since that game. I can't put my finger on why. Cody was a little better in this game, but he also struggled to... He also well, had some timing issues on that left edge. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, they four did. passes and things like that. Um, well, I thought, all right, first, his first end of the game, Shaq Mitchell did he well. He was the best player. Yeah, thought he was good. Had a nice little interchange of passing. 
um, that sort of led to a half, uh, nearly led to a try. He's really excellent. Early the post-contact meters, the strong leg drive. He was yeah. really good. They ended no, up, good they, on ended up killing, they ended up killing him in meters, which I guess is one positive. But um, like, yeah. In, but in they a, shoot. In, I mean, that dragon yeah, forward pack was. Is all, you know, yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. They were playing the D- Dokeneries, you know. Legitimately. So, yeah, look, I didn't come out of this game feeling any in any way better about South's form, but, you know, a win is a win, and they keep their top four slash top eight hopes in their own hands going forward with a couple of big games to come against your beloved Newcastle Knights and um, the Sydney Roosters in the final round of the season. But on the Dragons side of it, though, hmm. um, is it weird? I like Billy Burns a lot as a player. Like, I feel like he could go to a number of NRL clubs and be like a really good bargain buy. Do you know, like he, he could be like a Jackson Ford, like style play. Like, I don't know. Like, may, maybe, maybe Saints fans will run me down for this, but I don't they know. Don't I like feel him, like I I'm so- pretty sure they don't like him. Yeah. I kind of feel there's something there with him that he's got a, I don't know. You're they, a Bill, you're mate, a Bill, you're a Bill Eva. Is that what you're saying? A Bill Eva. Yeah. yeah you are. Um, yeah, look, uh, he's fine, isn't he? Like, it's hard to, you're right, though. It's hard I'm not to saying sh- he's a world beater, but no, I'm no, just no. saying, you know, he could. Yeah. You know, you could get him for like two hundred grand a year or something it, like that, it, and he could come in and play well above. And you know, it, it's hard to shine in well a forward pack like this. That, like, it's oh, like as you said, like, they're missing so many guys. Like, even even a guy as good as Blake Laurie struggles to make an impact when every other bloke around him is getting smashed every time they cut yeah. the ball up. And I think that was probably one thing that Seattle did well. Like, really, the only the only go forward the Dragons really had was Moses Suli out on that edge, which again he kills South every time. I don't know why. And then like a couple of nice kicks into space. Like where the hell was Luttrell for the Ben Hunt try? And where the hell was Isaiah Tass? Sorry, no, uh, where the hell was Tane Milne for um for the Ben Hunt try, uh, for the try that Ben Hunt kicked through in the corner later on that uh, Tyrell Sloan got to the end of? Like, yeah. I don't know. To concede... apart, from the ha- apart from the handling and stuff, like, like mm. it's shit like that that, like, concerns you for South, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't understand, mate. I just really don't understand what's what's happened. Yeah, with just this not season. on the boil. Not on the boil at all. But, hey, yeah, I guess you can't complain. A win's a win. I suppose, but a gigantic, yeah. gigantic game this Sunday for both of us. So huge. Mm. All right. Uh, the closest game of the round in the end. Now I, I went, I had this on sort of like the small screen at my house. Cause obviously this was at the same time as Matilda's. So didn't watch it as closely as I would have liked, but the, again, this is what I mean, right? This is what I mean when I say that I don't think the Tigers are the worst team. Cause you watch a team like the Bulldogs every week. And I know they won a couple more games, but they have games like they had against the Knights this week every week. They just show up, get yeah. smashed, and go home. The Tigers Bulldogs don't... Some, the Bulldogs have had some schedule luck where they got some teams just absolutely yes, decimated exactly. by origin and shit, you know? Um, the Tigers... And fluky early season wins. The Tigers, however, like, they have games every week. We feel like they can win. Like, even in this one... Well, like they, they, we'll they see, actually, that's... Behind I'll counterpoint then, that. Yeah. I think they try hard nearly every week. Like, mm. um, yeah, but... There's just something about them where I just don't ever think they're a genuine chance of winning a game. So, were, like, there's, like, I, yeah, like, I can't fault their effort. It's just, like, they, I don't know, they're just not harnessing it correctly. Like, I think I think the coaching's an issue um, yeah. at that joint. Um, yeah, I think that is. Yeah. They've, got, they've, got, they've got passages of play in these games where they look really good. Dane Laurie was excellent. Again, I have no idea why they're letting him leave. Like, And I also think it's a crime that he was rotting in reserve grade for 20 weeks while Brandon Wakeham played, like, the first oh yeah, of the and, and, like, and again, that, like, that to be asked about all this stuff. Some, yeah, that comes back to some coaching, and 
but, try hard, but like it's just not harnessed in the I, right way. I thought way they played. I thought they played really well. They didn't give the Warriors anything. They didn't let them have it their own way. Like you thought, maybe after the first ten minutes, that it was going to be a procession for the Warriors. But no, but, they yeah, you're right. They they did muscle their way sort of back into it. And they, they don't. They, they don't give up. They, and and no. this is what I mean. Look, I just don't think they're they they they. Not to the worst team in the comp for me. There are no. other teams that are far worse to watch that don't have as much heart, that don't have as much attacking power when they get going. Like Dane Laurie is such a good player with ball in hand. And then it's again, this is classic Tigers. The game kind of ends with Sean Bloor drops the ball, in my opinion, backwards. They challenge it. Not only do they say that he knocked on, he gets hit in the head in the, in the, in that play, and they just ignore it. Like, uh, is it Jackson <laughs> Ford or is it uh, Adam? Uh, is it Josh Curran that smashes him in the head? And they're just like. Oh yeah, Sean will lose the ball. Challenge yeah, back. okay, and then yeah, and then Adam Fanua Blake yeah, barges because, over. I mean, it is in the play rule later. Book, like, um, yeah, foul play overrules him. Yeah, I I would have thought <laughs> so, but yeah, you got, you <laughs> yeah, got, it does. Get, yeah. get smashed in the head. They don't even talk about it, and the, and then the Warriors go on and steal the game. Um, but yeah, I I guess that's it's fine. Again, like we, this is the Warriors of this couple of weeks ago, right? And it's it's fine to uh, it's fine to not win. Big, as long as you still win when you're in that position, because right now yeah, exactly. they're what they've got, yeah, we've got to win when, one more game. When you're a top you team against top the bottom spot. team at this time of year, you don't really have anything to gain, right? Like you can't enhance your title credentials because because ev- literally everyone was like, "Well, you're playing the 17th place team. Like you're supposed to kick the shit out of them." Like so, for me, I don't care if they win by one or if they win by a hundred, as long as they get through healthy games like this, and then when they play better teams like. They they don't have really a hard game until no, they're the finals bottom, now. Bottom so that's when teams. you want to see them like really go up a notch. Mm. Um, but yeah, so um, but the Tigers, Matthew, I don't know whether you realize this. You've made the NRLW comparison with yep. amount of wins, but if they stay at six wins, they will actually be half a win to behind. Half a win behind Brownies 2016, 2017 nights. Yes, which was two, one win and then one and a half wins and then five wins. Then, right? then five wins, yeah. yeah. They'll they'll be behind that. Well over the two year period, which is well, just it's unfathomable. Yeah. And then they, I think they're the, not they're not that bad. I think the O two to O four Rabbitohs went five wins, three wins, five wins as well. So there's no two two year stretch in there that's worse than six either. So Jesus yep. Christ, that's yeah. I that's bloody dire. They're not you as know. bad as those teams. That's and they're of, not. That's, that's I mean. the thing, though. That's, like, it's, it's, it's an indictment really on everything. It's an indictment on everything else at that club. It's an indictment yep. on every everybody else involved. I know the players have their part, but, you know, I actually do think the players, to an extent, are putting in a lot of them are. And I think that, you know, their signings this year, I thought, were pretty good. They were good but, signings. But those guys have all played okay. Like, I don't think Bateman's been yeah. bad. Cor- Coruscant's been awesome. And Clemens's been pretty good. I know he's he was... Uh, and Papa Lee's gotten better as, as the season sort of gone on more and more and yeah it just it just it has to start from the top right with them like we've said for weeks and weeks and weeks but there's no way that this team should be the owner of the worst two-year stretch in nrl in the nrl era which i believe it would be maybe that would i don't remember how many games the bagpies won in 1998 but if it was more than it's probably more than two or three right so yeah i don't know so this i i it's baffling that you that you bring that up now and that it could be true, but there's unless it's the ninety eight mag, ninety nine magpies, I'll, I'll quickly check now. But unless it's them, then it would I have think to be, right? I think the ninety eight ninety nine magpies might have scraped scraped up seven wins. Wow, that's so. Let me uh, ninety eight West won four games. Then they and won three ninety nine. There you go. Seven that's seven. Wins, yeah. So yeah, right. If they don't win another game, that's the worst two year stretch in NRL history. Yeah, I think Incredible. um I, 
I won't even attempt the the pronunciation of the um, placement warriors fullback. He, yeah, he's got he's got a bit of juice about him. Played, I liked him when he came. They on tested when, him a lot, and he, yeah, and when he... Chance got knocked out against the Titans, he come on and was really good. Um, yeah, he he's got a little bit of juice about him. I guess the thing with the Warriors, though, right? Like they're just comfortably in the top four. Um, they sort of can't fall out, and they can't unless Brisbane or Penrith fall over. They can't really lock in a top two spot. Um, and even then, like it's it would have to be like a pretty dramatic fall. Like they're just locked into third, where they're going to be on the road week one of the finals, and then we'll see how good they really are. But unless it's Brisbane or Penrith coming back in week two mm. um, to play in New Zealand, like they're going to a prelim, you know, they'll have a shot at going to the grand final. Like mm. you know, how big a shot that is, I don't know. But you say that, yeah. But again, they haven't really passed a lot of those tests against the other good teams yet, right? Even when South were going through that really bad patch, they went to the they went over to Auckland and, and smashed the Warriors in yeah. in the midst of everything else. They lost to the baby Broncos in Origin. Like, well, they, exactly, yeah. They so. they haven't necessarily impressed me against the other big teams, and and like I'm not saying they're this year's sharks or anything like that, but like they might be because we don't know. Yeah, like, we're, it's we're good not going to know until week one of the finals. We're not going to know. It's, it's good side. that they it's good that they can turn up and beat these teams every week, even if they even if it was a bit lucky in this one, but they still got the points, and it's good that and it's it's a testament to how far they've come that we're talking about them like this at all. But yeah, we're not going to know how they're going to stand up to one of the, the top teams until we see them play Melbourne or Souths or, or, or even your beloved Newcastle Knights in, in week two of the finals. So we shall yeah. see. But in happens. the aspect, like they just get like good, consistent player out, like play out of all yeah. their usual suspects, you know, Harris and Fanua Blake, Barnett's put together good form, you know, like they just, it's the same guys every week who are just producing really good, consistent form. They're like the most unwarriors team ever. Yeah, yeah. that's true. They're not. Um, they're not what like the lazy casual would think of the Warriors. The no laissez-faire, flick passing, yeah. dynamos. They're just a well-oiled machine, and yeah, their forwards won in this game. I think like, again, yeah. they're, 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 those guys in the middle just steamroll, don't they? And yeah, they did enough. So so good job for them. Top four is almost certainly assured now. They'd have to drop two. What is it? They'd have to drop two games against. I think they play like Manly, the Dragons, and someone else near the bottom. So I, I don't think it's going to happen. So. Good, yeah. good work, Wise fans. You'll get that home final, whether it's week one, week two, or week three, remains to be seen. Uh, the Roosters keep their season alive, Harrison. I hate this. I hate this. We put a line through them four or five different times. They're still mathematically alive. It involves a bunch of weird things happening, like South exactly. losing all their so games. They're, dead. But they're, they're not dead. dead. They're mathematically alive, Harry. If you're uh, mathematically alive, you're dead. I love that. I wish I had your confidence, but God, no. I don't want to see these jerks make it. Um but, but you uh, know what? They might, like, even though they won this game, they might have lost. Mm-hmm. Like, if Drew Hutchinson is, like, carving up the Dolphins' defense and slicing and dicing, as he did on a couple of occasions, like, like he's not the long-term fix for them to be a premiership juggernaut again. Like, and I'm sorry, when we're talking the Roosters, it's premierships or nothing. Like, it's, you know, we're not talk- we, they're not a club that just want to scrape into the eight. Like, they would rather miss the eight altogether than not be a top, you know. So whether they, you know, like I don't think they're going to actually learn anything about their long-term direction if Drew Hutch is, you know, the short-term fix that keeps them mathematically alive. But good on him. Hmm. Um, yeah, getting some very heavy-legged Dolphins. Sam Walker played reserve grade this week? 
yes, he's back. Okay. So he's, you know, he's strained ACL. So like that, that sounds kind of mad, kind of bad. <laughs> Anytime the three letters ACL come up, Never um, I don't know how you can just strain an ACL. Either you snap it or you don't. But again, I'm not a knee specialist. Brian might be able to explain that better. Mm. Um, Billy Smith, I thought in this game, showed why through thick and thin and held the high water, they stick with this guy despite the litany of injuries he's had. Like, he's big, he's range, he's powerful, scored a brilliant try. Like, whenever he's played first grade, I've really liked him. Um, and, yeah, you sort of got a glimpse as to why they sort of hang on to him and have high hopes for him if he can just get his body right. Um, he, he can he can certainly be part of the part of them turning it around, I, I believe. Um you know, and would have played a lot more first grade if mm. he, if his body had to just allowed him to do that. But yeah, yeah I mean, you, you're getting better football from Tedesco. You, you are. Know, you know what was happening. You know, six or eight. They still weeks took ago, a while like, to get going. They did. Once they got going in the second half, though, yeah, like this is kind of, what of emblematic kind of, of their season. From the Dolphins in the last few weeks as well, right? Yeah. They can they start can well for half the an wall, hour, hit the but wall. yeah, they just they've got, they've run they've got out twenty of to thirty minutes of good yeah. football in them. Roosters, you know, stayed alive in the game, and then, you know, they put together some some good football, like which has bit sort of been their season, you know, mm. patchy. But you again, know, they, you can't have Drew Hutchison just dancing nah, through your team. You, nah, can't you can't have that Dolphins, and Wayne will be disappointed with that, I think. But yeah, you know, no, nah, not happening. They're already looking at next happen. year. I think they've had a decent. Oh, hundred percent. Like they should be really hopeful for next year. Like if they get everyone back fit, you get Tom Flegler, Jake Avarillo, Herbie Farnworth, and a fit Tom Gilbert back into that team. You get the hammer playing at fullback every week. Um, you shore up that, you know, the the revolving door of centers that they seem to have. Mm. Um, you know, with guys like Avarillo and Farnworth, like you get some real speed in that back line. Um, yeah, I I think they will actually be really handy next year. You know, yeah. they get the Wayne Polish on them. Um, I think big Val Tavares got to lose 10 or 15 kilos. Like, so. we, we love got, the guy, but... Well, yeah. I love the guy, but he just... Side to side, you can't play in the centers and be, you know, and just get run around like he, he tends to. Um, yeah, he just needs to get become more agile. If he does, oh, what a weapon! But, mm. um, yeah, that that would be that would be his summer or what I'd set out for him if I am the, the strength and conditioning coach up there at the cliff, but. Yeah, um, but they, um, I mean they can be really proud of their like because they're, so. they're mathematically eliminated now. Like they yeah. cannot force their way in. Um, so, but you know, three games left to build on something for next year. They should be really proud of their rookie year. I mean, pa- people were just predicting the absolute worst for them. Well, yeah, I, I I said from the start they won't come last. Wayne Bennett team will not come last. But I wasn't expecting no, hundred percent. I couldn't agree. I, I actually thought they'd finish higher than my team. So I wasn't expecting. Much, well, you were very low on the nights, but yeah, I wasn't expecting much more from them than that. The, Especially their first half of the season was a pleasant surprise. Um, but yeah, it's like it's it's all it's all r- r- winding down now. They do play the Tigers this week, so maybe that's a chance to get a maybe win. Maybe it's another. You know, you get nine wins in your first season. You know, like you can't. We'll see though. Really Again, the Tigers. I think it, we'll think they're every chance of winning that game, especially that it's in Sydney. But we'll talk about that on the preview show. The Roosters, however, they play that massive game on Friday night against Parramatta to keep their season mathematically alive. So, oh, that's gonna be that. That's a weird game. Yeah, because well, I mean, Paris out, and well, the well, they're Roosters. not out again. They're also they're, it's two gay, it's two teams that are kind of like two essentially dead teams. So you're saying there's a chance, and like yeah, they'll, like both, it's the, they'll um, both really need to win that one. Yeah, and it probably and won't. It, yeah. it is. It probably won't be enough. But like, if if there is going to be a chance, it has to start there. So there's that will be kind of intriguing to watch on Friday night. I reckon. Um, yeah, 
Can okay. I do this? Can yeah. I do the segue? Sure. I'm really glad the Raiders front ended their um their their game plan. They knew they'd need those two points early because <laughs> all their games are close, right? <laughs> No, only their wins are close, Harry. Their losses, this is what happens. Oh, is this what happens? Yes. Oh, okay, right. This is, yep. this is why they're pouring it says negative 712. Yeah, negative 110. And the Sharks That's are on so the same funny. amount of points and it's, plus 110. It's scandalous. Yeah, look, they're not a good football team. And that was proven in yeah. this game. The, bi- the Bills are due. The, the fraudulent Bills are due. Mm. Unfor- yeah, they, they, wow. they've come home. It's going to hurt them. Like, the I say these things, it's water off a duck's back. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt hearing it coming from, from your mouth, Harold. It's gonna hurt them, but you're right. Yeah, because because I I'm a I'm a I am a quasi like I am a time Raiders enthusiast. Well, like say like if the Knights like who came very close to moving to Ipswich, if like if that ever happened, like I would have been a straight on the like I would have become a Raiders member straight away. Like always been my second favorite team, but man, they were just junk in this game, junk, absolute junk, just not acceptable. You know, like um. Yeah, Ricky's Ricky's press conference was hilarious, wasn't it? Yeah, a minute twenty. I think. I think. Yeah, I think all of eighty-four seconds. It Even is, admitting I'm only here because I have to be. I mean, it is. It is something though, right? Like I'm a long-time proponent of ninety to ninety-five percent of answers at press conferences and all-ins are pointless, and like you don't get anything out of them. Yeah, so I do see his point in that regard. But ironically enough, this now falls into the five percent because. Well, it does, um, and sometimes I went out of my way to go and find it to watch it. Well, exactly, and sometimes it's it's not what you know. It's it's what you don't say, yeah, rather than what you actually say. So, um, yeah. Apart from saying the Raiders were junk, I, I just don't know what else you can take from this game. Um, I think the thing for the Storm you can take for this game was, um, the Harry Grant just back to the bench, boy proved to be a master stroke this week. Mm. I don't like it as an every week thing, but I think in this in a certain game, um, Belly Ake might pull it out. And it could even happen in a finals game where it proves to be the key thing that gets them over the line. Mm. Um so just judging on when to use that Joker card is like a really a really good headache for them to have because they have just this he might be the most talented dummy half that's ever played just for what he does. Mm. Um, like there's just not ever been a hooker like him, you know. He's fantastic. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's... like he, he's, he's the weapon they have that no other club has. And if you get him on the wrong day, mm. like the storm, like, and you know, like I'm not saying the storm winning the comp cause I genuinely don't believe that, but, but fuck like, you know, well, we're going to sit here and say that they can't get into a prelim. I'm not going to sit here it. and say that they can't win things. Like it's like no. again, Pen- Penrith are brilliant, but it just takes it just takes, and they they don't have off days, but it just takes one average day and the other team playing playing out excellently. Of their minds, yeah. yeah, which with when you've got Cam Munster, Jerome Hughes, Harry Grant, and a returning Ryan Pappenhaus, and who played Q Cup again this weekend, like those are guys who can play out of their minds on their day. Yep. So. Yeah, I, I don't think the forwards are good enough to win a comp, but it's just like if you can have one amazing, you just need one amazing day from these playmakers. And yeah, that, and that's enough. But forwards are good in this one. I mean, the Raiders didn't offer much resistance, but they... Oh, they big, yeah, big Nas just yeah. running downhill. Fuck, scary. And then Christian Welsh, one up off the ruck. Like, you saw a few can't... of these tries this weekend, man. Mm. Like, that's like that's 2021 junk. Like, get out of here. Like, <laughs> it was. 
It really like, was. Fuck, the big the big boys were back this weekend. Good on them, but like, nah, not nah. Can't happen. Can't happen. Yeah. Uh. What? Like, I mean, I don't think any Raiders fans were actually sort of thinking their team could win the comp, or thinking that they. Or I think most of them were pretty aware of what they what this team is, and that they were kind of more laughing at the absurdity of the situation throughout the season yeah, than thinking, absolutely, oh, we're a good football team. But this is interesting because this, like, through all that, you talk to their fans and they're pessimistic. Or they're, oh, we might lose to the Tigers. We might lose to the Bulldogs. Oh, the Titans. But then they were, like, game. yeah, we're going to be. But they were circling moment. this game for weeks and weeks. And I don't. A part of it's probably lightheartedly, but they were circling this game for weeks, going, "Yeah, we we we, we can get something in Melbourne like we always do." And instead, yeah, they, they well, they got something, all right. They got an ass kicking. That's what yeah. they got. Yeah. Um, a butt and, whooping. And you know, them making the finals is not. Guaranteed yet either. They've got to play because no, they've got to play suddenly play resurgent Sharks. Cronulla Sharks, who yeah. looked really good against the, the Rabbitohs and then took care of business against against the Titans this week. They've got to play them in the final game of the season play as we crapped on about all week. They've got to play the Broncos. Yeah, they, which... they got a they get a healthy game against the Bulldogs this week. But their last two games, man, hundred percent like if if the Knights win out, mm. they'll get thirty three points. Mm. The Raiders might only get 32 points, man. Like it might, like two win. They might have to win out to lock themselves in. Well, I, I think the other thing that screws them, right, is that the um, is the is the night schedule that the fact that South and Knights one of them has to win. Yes, right? exactly. So that's not yeah, good the way. For them. Yeah, the way that the way that the breaks have happened, like they probably have to. Win, they've got to go two and one in this stretch. Like you'd think that they're not going to beat the Broncos, but they already did beat them earlier this year. So their, maybe because they're different, they've got to go three and nine. You know what? Oh no, I think fourteen is probably enough, mate. I think fourteen 40. probably gets you in because fourteen wins is that'll get them thirty-four points. Forty-four points, yeah. So, so hey, that's, that's it'd, be, enough, it'd yeah. be pretty stiff for them to miss out with fourteen because again, like uh, uh, South only have South South and the Knights. Like you can't get to thirty-three if Souths get to thirty-four, for example, because you play yeah. each other. Okay, yeah, the, you can and, only get the thirty-one. And, and, yeah, yeah. So and you also play the Sharks as well, right? So yeah. You can't get to thirty, like you can't get to thirty-three of the shark. Like it's it's all it, it's all a bunch of like moving parts. And I think the Raiders, the other like the Cowboys play the Sharks as well, which is not good for the Raiders. Someone's got to pick up points there. So yep. yeah, it, it, it is still in their own hands. But they, yeah, they got to be careful. They have got to be really careful. That I mean, look, I understand it's a meme all year. Oh, we'll just fuck around and beat these shit teams by four points. Just smash the Bulldogs this week, boys. You got to smash the Bulldogs this yeah, week. Yeah, you got to run up a score against them. Yeah, got to do it. I know it's not going to affect you for and against, but like. Uh, like you got to do it. Just, just yeah. take care of business this one, please. Because for the love of God, awful. Um, the Bulldogs. Speaking of awful, uh, an unserious football club, Matthew. An unserious football. Again, club. not going back to my Tigers, but this is what I mean. The Bulldogs sharp. If we can do this, it's garbage. I don't. Yeah. I don't want to watch them. What's their first three tries that they gave up? The Dane Gagai one was very funny. <laughs> like. But what then, are you doing? He, like, he just like did the world's slowest pirouette out of that first tackle and just like jogged through three guys. It was awful. Okay, so those first two tries, Tyson Gamble and Dane Gagai went straight between Bill Kickow and Luke Thompson mm. without a hand on them. Yes, both guys sort of are back, coming back from injury and stuff like that, but you can't have $1.6 million of your cap being that shit defensively. That's a problem. Like, and I'm sure Luke Thompson's not going to be there next year because his big contract or whatever expires, I think. But man, oh man, like, like we saw the signings they made for the 2022 season. Like, they all went up in smoke. Like, 
if you're a dogs fan, like, oh yeah, we're going to have all this cap space and stuff like that. But what's giving you any confidence that it's going to turn around? Well, I mean, Toby Sexton had one good game against the South Reserve grade team. So good on him. Yeah. So that's fixed everything. <laughs> I just, and then Kurt Mann bashing over from dummy half. Yeah. Like fresh on the, like get out of here. Like, and then when nothing, when nothing's going your way, that, Anari yeah. Tuala try as well. Like, Jesus. Well, Christ. and as, yeah, like, I thought the Knights were pretty bog average in this game. Mm, they weren't great. They, they they didn't play, and they still scored 40 comfortable points mm. because the Bulldogs just gave it to them, you know? It's like the first lot of, po- oh, yep, here's an arrow. Knights get a chance, and just Gagai goes over untouched. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, mm. a bit of, you know, a bit of pride in the jumper, and- you know? Reed Miney's become the biggest sook in the NRL. Oh man, he you see the new Vunavalu just well, diving into blokes' legs. Like that was I know bad. that's like that was very much against like and he can argue while I was trying to make a tackle and stop the trot. Bullshit, man. Like that that was a dog act. As soon as I saw her, I thought, you piss weak little piss ant. Like Yeah. Just yeah. and he's just a constant winger and he's saying, Oh, but I'm frustrated. And you know what? That's just such. You can't have that bloke as the captain of your club. No, you can't. You cannot be the captain. It's of your quite club funny though, man. Whenever he's there and frustrated <laughs> and lashing out, they're going like, to continue to stay at the bottom of the ladder. It's like you know how you don't like if someone's hidden by someone else being a bigger like version of that. Like yeah. we just didn't realize this guy was such a crybaby because he played with Moses and Gutherson the whole time. But well, that, now, yeah, that oh, now good, it's yeah. laid bare. Good, good shout. And yeah, like he's not he's not handling losing very well at all. No. And, like I guess to an extent that's good because like you shouldn't like losing, but you can't be doing but there's dirty a way shit. to handle it. You, you can't, can't be doing dirty shit like diving on a guy's it. legs. Yeah, diving on a guy's legs. I thought that was an eight point try. They didn't give it, but whatever. It does. Well, not it's matter. Tec- well, it's it's technically not foul play because I mean he can argue that he's trying to make it. Oh right, yeah, a, I guess attack. And I bet you know I I would have been happy with an eight point try there. Like even as a neutral, I've been like, well, hang on, he's done a shit thing in the act of scoring a try, but they were never going to give like because it's no, yeah. It's technically not against the laws of the game what he did, but yeah, yeah just and, a um, shitty thing. Like to do. just, and I think their heads went down with that Harrison with Sinbin, which again was the right call. He grabbed him. He grabbed. Yeah, him. you can't do it. And then the the Preston one is is not great, but I mean, that's, oh man, man, yeah. honestly, like I thought Hastings' leg was broken again. Mm. Um, just yeah, the pain he was in. Um, look, I am very much a climate change denier when it comes to hip, hip drops. Yep. But that one was, that's what they're trying to eradicate, that technique. That's that's the problem. Like, I thought the one that Fitzgibbon got sitting mid and four against the Dolphins, where, like, a guy sort of makes a half break and you're trying to chase from behind. It's like, do we want guys to not make cover tackles? Like, is that mm. what we want the game to be? I don't, I don't think that's what they're trying to eradicate. That Jacob Preston... Kind of tackle. That's the danger. And he's shift. got form. He did it on Good Friday as well. Yeah, so. he got he got binned that day for it too. So yeah, he, he needs to get that out of his game because I mean he can be a really good. He's player a really good person. player. He's a rookie of the year contender this yeah. year. He's been like in a team that has not had a lot of bright sparks. He is a bright spark, and it's yeah, I agree. He's just got to get that crap out of his game. But yeah, the Bulldogs they're going through the motions. They're they're they're, they're just gonna have a couple more. I think. Well, they, again, they play Canberra this week. It'd be very hilarious if Canberra somehow kept this one close, but they shouldn't if they're like, come nah. on, guys, like, stop it. Stop Back it. Back on the Knights, though. So, yeah. so the last time the Knights, I looked this up last night. So, the last time the Knights made the top four was 2006, right? Yeah. Do you know what? So, they had, like, that was the last good Johns Badiris team. Yes. Do you know what their points differential was that year for a fourth place finish? All right. You're going to, so it's either very high or low. I'm going to guess it's at like minus 30. 
No, it's so it's plus it's seven. Five. So that's okay. like right. okay. So that's just it's right like, in the middle. That wasn't a trick yeah. at all. So they're like plus a hundred now. Mm. You know, a hundred and eight well, to six aggregate score against. I was going to say, like, you take out the two that, games against but, the Bulldogs, and it's about you're zero. Going, like, so. like for a team to like, you know, four and against shows over the course of a year. Like four and against doesn't lie. Whether you, you know, but it does a bit in this case. You've scored a you've scored a hundred points against the worst team in the call. It does, but more to the point of like there hasn't been a Knights team with this good a differential in twenty yes. something years. Like the like the absolute halcyon days of winning a premiership. Um, it's just very very unusual from where they mm. were six what, six seven weeks ago that all of a sudden they're plus hundred differential. Like just yeah, it's like well, what yeah. was their they had a they had a hundred differential when they made the prelim in twenty thirteen. I believe I just looked it up now. They um so yeah, that's. Because I, yeah, I, I just pulled that, yeah, just pulled that, yeah, 106 though. So that was they, much better than you'd think, given that it came seventh. But yeah, yeah, there you go. They're kind to of that team again because that, yeah, that team was all about a brilliant backline. Mm. Um, yeah, so that's yeah, just a workman forward pack, you know, and then yeah, just a spectacular backline. I thought Dom Young got robbed of a try there. I didn't think. Tyson Frizzell did the right thing by running through the defensive line. I think mm. Burton took a dive and got away with it. Yeah, um, and it's, which... it's such a good, it's such a good put down as well. It's, oh, it's there's no way someone at six foot six should be able to do it's, that. It's fucked that he's leaving, but yeah, it's, unbelievable. Um, well, it's him and him and AJ, basically a straight shootout for the Ken Irvine medal this weekend. So that'll be fun. well, yeah, and that that would have equaled so that would have been his twenty first try of the year, which would have equaled most ever for yeah. record in O two. Mm. Yeah, so having an historic year, Dominic Young. Playing really well. Um, All right, so we had, again, a, a thrilling first game of NRLW. The Dragons coming. Uh, it's, it's nice to see Raiders' DNA is not it's not, um, is not restricted to just the men's team because the women were cruising in this one before. A couple of long, a couple of tries. The second one, the, the long-range effort for the Dragons to make it 18-all. Um, and then they, they get it done in Golden Point, Zahara Tamara. Yeah, can you imagine being a Raiders fan and thinking, yeah, the girls are going to Oh, at least the girls are going to... Yeah, yeah, it's fine. At least the girls are going to piss it in. <laughs> <laughs> and then, no, nah, they're not going to... Not happening. Yeah, they got a bit lucky. I thought that there was a clear penalty with two minutes to go when they when they, uh, with that ruck interference that was called a knock-on with, with where the Dragons were attacking. And it would are, you telling me, are you telling me the referee swallowed the whistle with the game on the I, I am. That is exactly what I'm telling you. Yeah, so and the Dragons the Dragons had wasted the challenge earlier, so they couldn't do anything about it. But I guess that's why, yeah. that's why you got to keep your challenge, I guess. But, yeah, like I thought it was yeah. like... Never challenge on anything ticky-tack. Like if a front rower says it was stripped, it was stripped, don't. Do not ever challenge it. Don't challenge mm. it because that's the. This is the kind of call you need the challenge for. Yeah, if but, you yeah. if you yeah look the dragon. Oh, sorry, the Raiders should have won this game. I think much more comfortably. But the drag the dragons hung in there, and I think that they did really well defensively, particularly at the start of Golden Point to, to keep them out. But then they give away the set restart, and yeah, like you can only yeah. tackle you can only tackle for so long, can't you? Yeah, you can't like you can't like the law of averages is going to tell you you can't have it ten or eleven tackles against you in a row. And only keep the team to 30 or 40 meters of yardage. Mm. Like, good luck if you can, but like, you're just not going to. And the other team's going to get a shot. So, it's ironic. They, I just looked outside. They, they wasted they wasted the challenge three minutes before the thing that would have been a game winning penalty happened. So, oh. that's so unfortunate for them. Mate, but... that's like in the Matildas, that bad call where the ball was clearly. Oh my out God. Can you imagine? And, yeah. Oh, man. I, def- I honestly think in that one, the ref saw it and went, oh, I'm just going to call a foul on this corner no matter what. 
but yeah. there was a foul. I thought the foul there was a foul in the corner anyway, but it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, Raiders Raiders women looking looking good. I mean, they got that big win over the Roosters earlier this year. Now they're they're three and one with a points differential of three. <laughs> Maybe, mate, that's so it's Raiders. The, the oh plucky my God. upstart Valkyries. With so a pl- funny. Yeah, wow, that's has anyone that's heard living on the, the edge of your, that's yeah. living on the edge of your seat. Have right they there. got a female Jack Whiten yet that just does crazy shit? Not really. I think they're a bit too they're a bit too composed a lot of the time. But yeah, yeah that, that, they they were very good in this one. Yeah, the Dragons I think are the, they're probably the second worst team. And yeah, the so but they could have got they could have stole one here I think. So yeah, absolutely unfortunate could've. unfortunate for them. Um, the Tigers, man, like they. You talk about a team leaving points on the board. Like they should have walked this game in. Like Kezi Ash was outstanding. She was so good in this game. But the Cowboys just hung around because the Tigers let them. And then again, after you know, after a couple of waves of defense, they uh, unfortunately with both the Teal Welsh not playing, um, the replacement fullback spills that spills that spills that ball right at the end, and Jasmine Peters goes over in the corner. They win the game. And I will say. Uh, Unbelievable sideline conversion from Kira Div after that, which took the which took a penalty or or a two point field goal out of the equation after the Tigers got that short kickoff back. Is Kira Div making a run at the Sally M medal? Yes, she's been awesome in a in a not amazing team. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, um, ovaries of steel just <laughs> nailing nailing the goals um, yeah. from the sideline. Um, because I mean, yeah, she cut Newcastle to bits a few weeks ago. Mm. She's having moments like this, um, like just leading a Cowboys team who are pretty light on an experience, mm. you know, a bunch of, you know, they try, uh, try hard, but not like not a lot of zip or class about them. But yeah, Kira Dibbs doing a terrific job making something of their season. Yeah, I thought you know. Apart from it, like they don't really. Uh, Manzelman's another another big name that they have, but yeah, mm. it's um. After that, it's 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 pretty thin for them, and to come and get a win like against the Tigers, who a lot of people fancy the Tigers as a pretty good NRLW side, like that's yeah. you know, and the Tigers played well below their best, you know, like you said, le- left a lot of p- points out there, and they'll just be frustrated as hell, won't they? They'll be like, well. That they're just games you got to bank. They're games well, you got to bank. For, well, Fran, you know. I thought Fran Goldthorpe was really good at the back for the Cowboys too. Thought she had a great game. Uh, it's good to see some of the international players coming over and playing now. So like, she relation to Noel Goldthorpe? No, she she's English. Oh man. Yeah, I that did sucks. think that. I did think that also. It's also <laughs> it's also until I until I saw that her name doesn't have an E on the end either. So yeah, no, that'll yeah. do it. Man. Yeah, um, she was awesome, and yeah, it's it's a shame for the Tigers. I think that like. Yeah, you you miss your best attacking player, and they're probably. I think I said during this game I was watching. I think they had their number one fullback. They're probably ten points up in this game with with ten to go. Like just a couple of backline movements broke down. A couple of a couple of little things didn't go their way. And then of course, yeah, they they have they have that late error with Rebecca Pollard at the back, and yeah, it just you know it's it's a shame. It, it hurts. It hurts to be her. I think I believe. I can't remember. Was it her debut? She was. I don't know why she that she'd started the game and gone back at fullback. But um, yeah, uh, first game, uh, first game for the first game for the Tigers to have a tough, a tough, um, tough drop like that is unfortunate for her. But you know, these things happen. It's rugby league, I guess. Yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. That's yeah, just how I, the, That's just how it breaks. Yeah. So I think that that race for the four is getting it a little bit more interesting. Um, well, especially now the t- the Tigers might look back on this game and go, "Yeah, shit." Yeah, I think I think, could, I think they will be costly. I think they will. 
the next two games went about as chalk as you'd expect. Um, the Broncos, look, the scoreboard only indicates that they were, they won by 10, right? But like th- they had, it felt it was a lot 13, bit, yeah. well, it was 13, well, it was 13 on 11. Ooh, and yeah. that's when that's and that's when Parramatta got their second try, and then basically as soon as the Broncos got their two girls back on the field, they they scored a try to yeah. take the margin back out to two scores, and and that and was then, it. Yeah. yeah, it's a shame. Just I, comfortable. I, yeah. yeah, it was. And like again, look, Parramatta's best players missing half the season after that spear tackle last week. So Broncos were sloppy; they couldn't complete. But when they had thirteen on the field, they were they were fine. They did enough, and like that, I guess you have games like that, right? Um, oh, 100% you can because, yeah, like um, in the men's, like the Knights had that against the Dolphins. Like they leaked nearly all their points while down the exact edge where they were missing a player, three tries in seven minutes. But for the rest of the game, they were mm. pretty comfortable. Yeah, a little bit like that. And I think I, I think if you're the Broncos, like you do take take something from that and go, well, yeah, look, if our discipline's fine, we're going to be fine. Mm. Like we're, you know, um, like – we handled our business while ever we weren't disadvantaged. So good on them. Good yeah. on them, I say, Matthew. Uh, the Sharks finally made that switch, moving Emma Tornagato back to fullback. Maddie Studden in the halves. Didn't really work, but I mean, it gets the roosters, right? So it's hard to judge. When well, that's right. Like, it's going to work when they also, play yeah. the best team in the comp with the best players who ran all well, over. Well, that's the thing. I, I thought it was just a case of in this game. I thought it was the Sharks tried really hard. But the Roosters just had the answers out wide and, you know, just could score whenever they needed to, whether it was down the right with Sergis or Isabel Kelly had a bit of a day out. Um, yeah, they they just seem to have the answers, um, the Chooks. They mm. they look a they look a really powerful outfit. Um, but yeah, like maybe Cronulla making that switch with Tonegato might sort of turn their fortunes around. It might not have the short-term sugar hit that it they might have hoped it would have had yesterday, but maybe mm. maybe for the rest of the competition, you know, they you know, they, they really sort of grow a leg now and that becomes the change that they need. Yeah. Because again, they they sort of fancied themselves as being like pretty pretty competitive in their first year. Mm. Um because if that club has sort of had like a well they well why weren't we one of the original yeah, four exactly. teams exactly. like that kind of complex about them. So yeah. May, maybe they can steady the ship now that they've made that change. And Tonegato is really good. She um, is great. You know, you just got to get get her in the right position. Maybe, maybe that's all it is. Because, like I said, I thought they tried really hard in this game. They were just outclassed. So, mm. And your beloved Newcastle Knights ending the Gold Coast undefeated start to the season with, a, again, another a, a comprehensive 22-10 to 10 win. Man. Fuck, Tamika Upton rules. She's awesome. She's so good. Like that, that try just to close the deal, just yeah. beautiful. 40 out, just through the gap, takes on the foot, has someone, the cover's coming, no dramas, under the sticks. And the girls go home with a good win. Jesse Southwell's having a little bit of second year blues. There's a bit mm. of tape on her now. Um, That's okay. Know, she's still literally, what, 18? She's like, she's a teenager. Yeah. So she's 18 years old. Like this was probably always going to happen. Um Love Yaz Clydesdale, just wide running, just good shit out out wide. Um, yeah, and like the Titans have been really good to start this year. Um, probably just a bit bit off, few few too many errors in them. Um, and, and sort of yeah, they just didn't quite aim up as much as they needed to. Like the Knights are, are pretty hard to beat at home, I think. Mm. 
Uh, it's good to have Hannah Southwell back starting for the Knights, like because they've they've invested a lot in her, being sort of like the, you know, like the cultural centerpiece of the club. Um, so yeah, it's good to see the Knights girls doing really well again. Um, they they had that off day against the Cowboys where it looked as though they were feeling themselves a bit too much and thought they'd romp the win in, and you know, one but of their the, the one, one of their former players. Taught them a lesson. How did they let her go? But yeah, the benefit yeah. is there. It's longer season now. You can have an off game or two, and it's not well, going right. to come back yeah. and bite you like it did um, in seasons not, past. Not a good spear tackle from Shanice Parker, though. Mm, um, no. Must be said. Um, not great. Don't know how many games she's going to miss for that one. She's actually been good this year. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. She might cop two, two, three weeks for that maybe, which is pretty, pretty big chunk in a short season. Yeah. Man, we talked, about, we talked about Kira Dibbs. She's like she's only got six Dalian points for the year. And yeah. um, so she's nowhere near that. Like Sarah Togatuki and Zahara Tamara equal second. And then Samara well, Tamara, Tafa, Yeah, Tamara's a bit terrific. Um, Samara Tafa's running away with yeah. it, 15 points. So I guess, again, the Roosters have so many good players that it's going to be hard for one of them to win it. So it, it, yeah, and Taufa has been brilliant for the Raiders. So yeah. I think that's um, – and she got all six this week. She was awesome again. Well, I mean, she's showing why Campo was beside himself when, when the they Raiders got a, actually signed her. Like, well, apparently. You know, they yeah. just lost everyone, didn't <laughs> they? Gut- that was always going to happen, right? Like, a, a, one of the clubs was just going to get gutted, mm. um, which I guess is why development of mm. your own players is Which really will important. become more and more important as we Oh, advance, absolutely, yeah. Which is good. Um, Harry, we got one game Thursday night in Townsville. The Cowboys hosting the Sharks. Uh, if the Shark, if Cowboys lose, season's over. Fair, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Will they lose? They've... No, I think I think they'll win. Off a buy, I think they'll win. Off a buy at home against a team which, up until two weeks ago, had struggled majorly for big chunks of the season. But you know, that's two very impressive wins on in a, in a row for exactly. the Sharks. Exactly. They yeah, went to they went the to Sharks they went are, to yeah. Perth. Which is not it's not it's not Townsville, but it's still pretty far away. A month and, ago, um, this looked like a like a paddling, but yeah, I don't think but I don't I, think I, it is now. I think I think we got a genuine quasi-finals game. In it's this crazy, one. and like obviously, I've got some things right this year. But a month ago, I said I thought the Cowboys were probably the third or fourth best team, and since I said that, they've basically yeah, I thought they'd make top four, but yeah, they're just two losses in a row. Now. Like yeah, they've just yeah. Uh, I I like I I want to see the Sharks do it one more time against the, like the South have got their own problems. I want to see the Sharks do it one more time against the top eight. Top it would be a nice unexpected twist to the before back end I of the trust season. them. So I'm going to tip the Cowboys as well. Yeah, yep. Cowboys in a oh I'll say six point win. Simi Renrandra trying the chip and chase. Oh, this will be interesting. Oh, yes, it will. Yes. Semi Rundrundra. Oh, he's absolutely buried it. Rundrundra. All right. Uh, news before we get out of here. Harry, the player boycott is over. We can finally we can hear from give them. full credit to the boys again. Life's back to normal. Yeah. That's um, it. So what was the so the statement from the RPA on a couple on was it Thursday? The RPA is pleased to advise it's reached an impressive agreement with the NRL. Once ratified, this agreement will set rugby league up for the future while ensuring the rights of all NRL and NRLW players. Current and future are protected. The impressive agreement will be presented to the ARC, blah, blah, blah. Player led action for this weekend cancelled. We saw that. And then yeah. Um, so yeah, that's good. And then I think Daily Chair Evans said players have stood their ground, as always, use the RPA. We prevailed in what we believe is a great deal for the game. 
Yeah, um, and I and I think all this talk of oh, it's taken twenty twenty two months to get a deal done. It's like, well, no, like give the play, like give the players some credit. Like they held out and got what they wanted. Mm. Like, but as usual, all the bootlickers are gonna, <laughs> you know, kiss the ground that PVL. Oh yeah, this on. guy definitely didn't have anything to do with the negotiations for the last eighteen months. He's, no, he's just he's just, he's he's just, just now getting involved, and fixed yeah. it all with his magic wand. Fantastic! I can't yeah. believe that this stuff still gets written. But yeah, anyway, or people so, are like, oh, you can't have two jobs at once, but like in clubland or whatever. But no, um, yeah, it's, Peter it's hilarious. Literally but runs you know, good on the RPA, and, good on the RPA, good on Clint Newton. For yeah, they held their ground and got what they wanted. Good on them. Good. We're seeing yeah. more and more people power. It's it, yeah. it, we can we can we can take on the world, all of us. Yep. You listening yeah. to this right now in your job, if you don't like it, start a union. Do it. Yeah, do if it. You don't, and if you have one already, join it. Unions rule. Um, the Titans, uh, they might have to start a credit union to pay their two-star players. Am I right, Harry? They've given. Tino Fasumoali, the 10-year, the Jason Tamalolo deal, which I am mildly staggered by. I think everyone was stunned that this kind of just got announced yeah, just as they're warming up. Like, like this is a, like a landmark, biggest ever professional rugby league contract, and they just slip it in in a press release just as the boys are going at the warm-up on a Friday 6 p.m. game. Like Biggest just... ever rugby league contract. It's crazy, isn't it? It, that's nuts. Like there's like, uh, think of all the great players that there's been, and Tino's a great player. But I just, no one in their right mind could have ever forecasted that that will be the guy that gets the biggest ever professional contract. No, and it, it's interesting, right? He's a really good player. Don't get me wrong, he's a really good player. But have have you at any point thought that Tino was anywhere near the player? that peak Jason Tamalolo was, who is, of course, the last no. person to get this deal. No. no. So it's a big gamble on their part. 10 years for a guy that's already played, what, three, four seasons of first grade? Yeah. In a position that's... You, we've seen guys drop off quick. Even da- even Tamalolo is, is dropped off now, and he's still got, what, three or four years left on that deal. Like, yep. there's no guarantee that Tino's the player he is now in five years, much less 10. And... What five-year deal, deal? Like what five-year deals worked out? Well, really? that's like, right. Yeah, not many of them do, man. DCE like, is the only lifetime, like one of these gigantic contracts, has worked out perfectly. And I think the Tamil Island's been fine. I don't think anyone would say it's a bad deal. But again, they've still got it for another three years, and that's going to hamstring them from doing some things because he's clearly slowed down. But it, it it's like my first. But they kind of had to do it. They kind because <laughs> they sacked because they sacked their coach like yeah. unceremoniously. Like and in the long run, I think that's going to be the right decision. But who but, are they man, competing against, they're... Harry? Like, why can they offer him five years? Well, yeah, the years thing. I just the money I get. I... You've got to. You. He's yeah, not. The he, mo- he yeah, had a the, relationship yeah, the money, with the old they, coach. They had, to, they had to fork out the money. The big club, like not the, the, there's a bunch of Sydney clubs sniffing around. I get all yeah. of that. I don't get the duration. I get the money. I don't get the ten years. I think they wanted to take it out of. We'll leave it in the balance and trust ourselves. I don't think they, I honestly don't think the club could have explained to their, you know, small number of fans. I don't think they could have stomached the, yeah, look, we made a competitive offer. No. Um, with everyone, and he, and he just decided to leave. I, I don't think, I don't think they could have, I, I, I think they thought, no, we've, let's just blow everyone out of the water. Let's lock him up. Let's, let's give him a deal he can't refuse. Uh, yeah. 
I guess, like, hey, you look, you're happier with this than if you let him go. I, I know. Oh that. yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'd much rather this he, than yeah. He is a great, same. great. He's a great, great player. Don't get me wrong. It's just the yeah. ten years is what is what shocks me. And hey, Peter, that's that's an awesome deal for them. I think so. Yeah. Another, another. He's he's there for another three seasons. So end of twenty twenty six. Fantastic player, in my opinion, on his day, the best back rower in the world. Um, yeah. So to keep those guys, Des has the coming in uber talented backline. They've got to work on their defense a little bit, but. I think I honestly really do feel like they're they're really going to be a team to watch. Um, oh, that'll forward. be fascinating! Yeah, mm. fascinating. Uh, oh, we didn't mention this during that game, by the way. Fuck me, the jersey clash and this was a punish. I had no idea. I had no idea who was who. Like when they were putting up crossfield kicks and people were catching stuff, I was like, oh, oh, right, yep, the Sharks yeah. support that. Why? Like, yeah, Titans wear a white jersey. Like yeah, the away team. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But apparently, that would have been a bigger clash. So I don't know how, but anyway, yeah, it just yep. anything rather, yeah, than what they normally wear. Um. This happened the other week um, mm. when the Raiders normally wear white shorts with yeah. their green jersey. And then when they played the Knights, they wore blue shorts. Yeah, they wore the blue home. shorts. And it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what are we doing here? Like, who's <laughs> running Who's running the Who's running the show? Like, like this, all ha- this is happening on PVL's watch, but no one, the bootlickers aren't talking about it. It's mm. not good enough. It's very strange. I, I had a hard time watching. And I, honestly, I think on a couple of those breaks, I think the players had to double check who they were passing the ball to when they turn uh, over yeah. their shoulder and see a yeah. blue. They go, shit, is that is that shark blue or titan blue? I don't know. Yeah. Shout out uh, Frankie and Dale. Tough yeah, time oh, yeah, in this the game. Color, the colorblind boys. Jesus. Yeah, um, yeah uh, Knights, I know you, you had the big win. We talked about the hip drop, but we didn't talk about the fallout from the hip drop. And you could be without Jackson Hastings. For the rest of this, for the rest of the regular season, uh, I did. Uh, this is not funny, but I did immediately message Brian when apparently one of the radio stations said that uh, he'd caught syndesmosis. So, oh wow, love that. I hope that wow. never stops. But yes, yeah, so a yeah. syndesmosis injury for if, if for it Jackson is Hastings. if it is a syndesmosis injury, mm. that's season done. Yeah. Um. Well, if it's only mild syndesmosis, he can come back. But if it's if it's yes, heavy syndesmosis, right. yes. he can't. So. You can have 14 days in quarantine. And, um, <laughs> I will say, in people's defense, it just sounds like an illness, right? It always it does. does. Yes. So I get why people say it. But anyway, uh, yeah. It, what, so what happens now against South Week? Adam Clune comes into the halves and everything else is as per? Well, that's a big question, right? Like the, like... So we're recording on Monday morning. So this is well, will be well and truly out before the team lists are up. So how much do they want to disrupt the spine? Because that spine had actually been doing really well for them. Hastings is no world beater, but the attack has really worked with him there this year. Do you think there'll be any temptation? There surely won't be any temptation to put Ponga back at six and bring it. Bring no, Lockie no, they won't, no, be, they no, won't no. do that. Uh, right? I think the temptation will be whether they put Crossland to seven and, uh, okay. and whether they just play Kurt Mann at nine, that might be the temptation they go or whether you just go straight swap Adam Clune. I would probably go straight swap Adam Clune. I would too. Because when Adam Clune came to, like, this was what Adam Clune was originally brought to the club to do. You are a replacement level halfback. Just come in and, you know, we don't know how, like, to me, the good sign was that Hastings walked off. I know, like, and he was pretty well unassisted when he did walk off. A lot of those syndesmosis injuries they do have. A lot more assistance. I could be wrong on that. Where's Mason Lino, Harry? Bring him home. The king of reserve um, grade. Get him in. I think he's a witness or something like that. Sure. These days. Oh, is it Wakefield Trinity? Wakefield there witness. I always mix those two. They're up. all the same. Who cares? They, yeah. So the Knights at least have those two options there. Um, I don't think you're going to move Tyson Gamble to halfback. Um, he's not that kind of player. Um, I yeah. I the straight swap option of Clune 
is the one that I lean to the most. Yeah, um, I mean, you, you've you've kind you've finally got Crossland sort of established playing, you know, pretty good football at nine for like what he is, you know, like he's not a natural hooker, but he's doing a pretty good job there. Um the least disruption possible, I think, is the the road they need to go down. Yeah. Uh yeah, I I really, really think that that's what they and need. again i don't know how much like again like we'll have to see i don't know how much hastings missing alters their their ceiling because it could just be a case of just get enough get ponger in enough space and it doesn't matter who gets in the space i don't know but it'll be interesting to see what happens yep i i, I agree all right and last bit of news uh unfortunately for the eels mitch moses uh, facial injury, suspected fracture cheekbone when he, I, I believe it when he tried to chase down Herbie Farnworth on that try. So it was quite literally injury to insult, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> Adding salt into injury. Yeah, indeed. The so, yeah. I mean, the, the last thing they needed before. The so what do they put Dejan Arce at seven? Yeah, at probably. Game, I guess. Yeah, like that's not filling you with mountains of confidence, is it? I mean, like even with Mitch Moses there and playing some pretty good football this year, they weren't that much. They weren't much chop. So it's going to be tough sledding for the Eels without their number one playmaker. So, uh, yeah. Um, I mean, and you've only got Dylan Brown still coming back. Like, uh, yeah, th- there's no unlikely finals charge here, I would no, think. certainly not. All right, before we get out of here, a quick thank you to the people in the top two tiers on our Patreon subscription service. If you'd like to support us, patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies to get access to our Discord server, a third podcast every single week. Andrew next year's culture and cut merch discounts, plenty more. Thank you, Chris Abnell, Dave, Rocky and Rafi, Stu, Where's Wayno, Alex Sergicomi, Bruce the Pom, Butsy, Call Me, King of the Mountain, Chewbacca Snuffleupagus, Dan Cullinane, David, Doc Hogg, an anonymous backer, Dumb Donuts, Rule the Cheesesteaks at Campos, Ed Burton, Frankie, Horsburgh Scores, Jace Felix Vineworth, Jason Joe, Joel Wrigley, John, Josh Brandon, Kick South out of the comp, Lachlan Hancock, Lockie Lewis in the news, lifelong Dolphins fan, Luke Charles Smithmore, Mads Taylor's version, Matthew Duggan, Michael Gunter Glieben, Glauken Glauben, Murray, Mr. Beefy, Morgan Watkins, my name is Matt Bungard and I love Taylor Swift, my name is Matt Bungard and I love the Canterbury based Young Bulldogs, my ding ding dong is hard and I'm sad, never trendy, Amateur Eels got missing, J. Arthur Fields, Pat McManus, Raymond the Jukebox Stone Gossard, Reese Brown, Rowan Edwards, Roxanne Clark, See You in Vegas, Shunter, Ty, The Black Vegetable, Thor, Tom Hardy, Westlife Podcast, and Was. Thank you so much for your support to everyone in lower tiers and everyone who just listens. Thank you as well. Harry, you got anything? You got anything for us? Uh, Content-wise, no. I oh, have go nothing. and leave a five-star review on Harry's business on Google. What's it called? All pro pest solutions. That's right. Well, yeah, you are, a pro. Bugs, you are an all pro and I am a pest. So what a combination. Does that mean, wait, does that mean, you're, gonna ex- does that mean you're going to exterminate me? No. Mm. I hope not. I'll, I'll prevent you. I won't exterminate Okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. All go. right. Well, with that said, we will be back. Uh, question time during the week if you're a page. We're back on Friday. If not, with another guest, Harry, thank you once again. And I dare say we shall see you again. If not, uh, if not uh, in the next couple of weeks, probably for that night's finals preview oh, start getting don't excited say it, don't say it are you going don't are we I, i'm still on the fence about sunday are you going to go up if you go i'll go uh no too jack, hard. jack okay that's fair i think jack yeah. jack's jack's just going jack's just bought tickets so i might go up with him. yeah see Do uh, it. but it's world cup final day that's the problem is like I, I think i'm going yeah that's the issue is like i don't want to get caught in traffic on the way back and miss the yeah, no, world cup uh, final uh, that's uh, the, that's nope. the problem so you do not Yes, especially if the Tillies are playing, and I'm going. So yeah. All right. Oh yeah, go the yeah go the Tillies. Oh how mate, how good is that? that? 
Yeah, awesome. well, I've yeah, absolutely. But F, uh, go listen to the ESPN uh, uh, sister podcast, The Far Post, for all your Matildas needs. They do great work, all of them. All right, say goodbye, Harry. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me.